Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! Again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets bent. This is episode 146, and tonight we are scraping the bottom of the barrel once again. Yes, we are going back in time, all the way back to episode 61, I believe, to warn you once again about a movie called Smile. A movie that was so bad that when world-famous actress Ann Bobby guested on the show, I said that during this episode, I played the original cast recording of the Flop Broadway musical, also called Smile, which starred Ann Bobby, and she laughed her head off. She said, no, you didn't. I said, yes, I did. And here's the proof, Ann Bobby, because I know you're listening. Now, as always, this comes with a warning. I warned you the first time. I know I make these things sound so entertaining. Did you like, oh, I'll watch the movie anyway. Don't watch the movie. I got voicemail after voicemail after voicemail from you complaining. Well, Patrick, you made it sound like I was gonna laugh. No, I didn't. I didn't do anything of the kind. You have been warned. Don't watch the movie. And if you do, don't blame me. So let's step back into the Wayback Machine and go, oh way back to episode 61 and find out all about smile barf Ricky's getting ready for the prom good morning prom queen only nominated not the winner but she's about to get a uh wait a minute that's not right no we're not going to go to the prom this week yes yeah, sorry mary lou uh yeah as i originally advertised you know i had special guests on to talk about Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, but the internet gods being what they are, well, let's just say the file got fucked up, so I have half an interview with these people, because that's the kind of week this is. You know, this is the typical about this, you know, fuck June, I said fuck May last time, fuck June too, fuck the last half of May, and fuck the first half of June, so Gemini, all you can just go to hell, okay? Go to hell and die. So, I decided to push Hello Mary Lou, Prom Night 2, back to next week. And hopefully I can get the two special guests back together again, and we can pick up where the good part of the interview leaves off and regain some of the magic that has been lost to the ether. And um, instead, we're going to have another crab shoot. Yay! Hold on to your pampers, bitch asses. It's time for the crab shoot! Ah! <laughs> Paul? 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 Oh. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> now, of course, for those of you who have been listening for a while, you know damn well that the crapshoot is the portion of the program where I dive headfirst into the vast sea of direct-to-DVD horror movie releases in search of that diamond in the shit pile. And since I'm going to talk about the movie Smile that I mentioned in the intro, you already know this is a huge piece of shit. So let's just cut to the cheese and listen to the trailer. The Atlas Mountains are here, and we are... Down 
here. Hey guys, listen to this. The Atlas Mountains have been the theater of a million dreadful legends and ominous fables. So what are you saying? The mountains are haunted? Wait. What's the matter? My camera's missing. Hello? Maybe we heard you. Is that a 1966 instant camera? 25 euro. Really? Why not? What is a great moment if you cannot prove Smile. that you've had it? Excuse me. Do you speak English? What do you want? We're lost. That you are. Did you take a picture of me with that camera? Wait, hey, what are you doing? Get that camera! I got it from a man in a curio shop. Whoever that camera captures in its evil pictures dies. Hey, wait! Ah! I'll just leave him like this. Are you crazy? We're not going to the police. They're going to be something to do with it. No! They don't just die. Someone's killing them. What else did he say? The man who sold you the camera. What did he tell you? Tommy! Now, Smile is the story of a group of college co-eds, allegedly, versus an evil haunted camera out in the woods of Morocco. Yeah, they decide that they're going to go on a road trip to go camping in the haunted mountains of Morocco. Allegedly, they're haunted by demons that have flames for hands. Are they? Are they not? I don't know, because we never see them, and they never come up again. But along the way, first of all, let me tell you who we're dealing with. We got a whole van full of assholes. Now, the main girl, whose name, who the fuck cares? She, <laughs> she fancies herself a photojournalist. So she wants to take pictures of absolutely everything and everyone that they come in contact with the whole time. And the reason we know this is because of this introductory voiceover montage scene that feels like it should be at the beginning of Clueless or one of those early 90s teen films than in a horror movie. It's, it's just trying to be zippy and peppy and it looks like a Clearasil ad and I, 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 it didn't set the tone at all and just kind of made me hate everybody already because like I said, it feels like a teen movie and they're passing these people off as college students but they are clearly not. Now, I know everybody makes fun of the horror genre because they're always casting you know, 30, 40-year-old people to play high school students but these douchebags are really, really, really not only long in the tooth, but they look really hard because they're all these European supermodel types. So the angles are really harsh and the makeup's too overdone and just, it's, it's, it looks like French Vogue decided to make a horror movie. So they all got that heroin chic look going on that's not particularly appealing. Now along the way, the photojournalist girl gets her camera stolen in the most obvious bait and switch routine that I've ever seen. I can't believe it. She might as well just hand it over the camera because they get in a car accident, but it's really a setup. You know, it's the, the woman gets out of the car and she's like, oh, oh, my baby, you hurt my baby, my baby. Except she's saying it like, because we're in Morocco. And photojournalist goes like, oh, I will help your baby. And when the girl takes the baby, the mother reaches into her open purse, which the girl has pretty much thrust in her face and said, this camera on the top. And runs off with the camera. And they're like, but your baby. But there's really a dead monkey in the that's wrapped up in a in swaddling clothes. Because that's nice. I'm like, hey, dead monkey for a camera. That's a great swap. That's a much more interesting souvenir than a bunch of fucking Polaroids. Because this girl's working with Polaroids. Why? I don't know. I'm a photojournalist and I use Polaroids. Okay. So now... She's bitching because, oh, no, my whole tip is ruined because I do not have my photojournalist polarized camera to document all of my friends and the wonderful places that we are going to go and see. 
Patrick, why are you talking like that? I'll tell you why I'm talking like that. Because this movie is dubbed. Dubbed, 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 dubbed. It's an Italian movie. But it's one of those Italian movies that they filmed with Italian actors speaking English and then dubbed them over with American voiceover actors. So it's got that weird disconnect. Now, this was actually working for me for a bit because it felt like it was a kind of a nostalgic throwback to those 70s movies with, you know, Dario Argento and, and Mario Bava. It had that feel to it, that weird disconnect and that surrealness where the nothing's really quite matching up. It's almost matching up, but not enough. And... Everything's always too loud or too soft or too loud or too soft and usually at the exact opposite time of when it should be. So that was amusing me for a while. Not for long though. So now we're stuck in the middle of the desert. This girl's bitching and she's like, well, I have to go get another camera. And she's wandering around this Arabian city, which doesn't look like it has anything in it. To be perfectly honest, she's like, I'm looking for a camera shop. I don't think they have a working toilet, sweetheart. But she goes off by herself, and lo and behold, she comes across an antique shop. And it's run by Armando Sande, who is a legendary Italian actor. And you know, he's got movie credits you know, that go on for you know, 40 years, wonderful Oscar-winning things, and, and brilliant television appearances. And now he's in this piece of shit, so you're going, huh, okay. But anyway, he runs this antique shop. So she goes in there looking for a camera, because that makes sense. This place has a golden llama in the window. They'll definitely have a camera. So she goes in, and lo and behold, there's a little girl in there who's holding a really old 1960s vintage Polaroid camera. And the girl's like, smile, and is about to take a picture, but Armand Desante stops her and goes, no, 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 no. And the girl's like, oh my God, is that a 1966 blah, 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 Polaroid vintage camera? And he's like, yes, see, see it is. She's like, I simply must have it. He's like, no, I cannot sell it to you. She's like, please. He says, no. She goes, please. He goes, no. She goes, please. He goes, I will if you stop whining. And he throws it at her. And when she catches it, she cuts her finger and the blood goes into the camera. And you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. What's going to happen? And he goes, you can have it. Then you can have it for free. She's like, really? And he goes, yes, you can have it for free. And by the way, here's a roll of film for it. It's the only roll of film for it in existence. So take your pictures wisely. Take pictures of your friends and just your friends. She's like, okay, and leaves. I'm like, what a weird thing to say. So, okay. So now you have a Polaroid camera that's got like, what, 10 photos in it, and you're, uh, whatever. Okay, I, how this ruined, how this, whatever. I don't know why she took the camera. I don't know why she wanted the camera, but she took the camera. When, they, when she leaves, the little girl's like, bye-bye. When the camera pans back, you see the girl has no back of a head. Like, her brain's all hanging out. Like, blah, 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 like, That's rude. That's very peculiar. She's going to get some kind of infection. I hope she washed her hands before she threw that camera at her. So now here we are. We're back on the road again. We're back on the road again. And we've got this camera. And of course she takes pictures of her friends. But no, the camera's cursed. So everyone who winds up in a picture that's taken with this camera dies. They die. To be perfectly honest, this setup is not awful. To be perfectly honest, this setup sounded like Something that came out of Friday the 13th, the series. As a matter of fact, I think I saw this story on Friday the 13th, the series. A lot of this is working for me right now. Because like I said, it's got that disconnect that's making me think of 1970s horror movies. You know, Italian horror movies. So that's working. The scenery is gorgeous. Morocco is beautiful. This this little town that they're in, or the city, or whatever the hell you want to call it, is so exotic and beautiful. And the deserts are just striking amazingly dazzling that you just wish it made me think that this movie actually had production values but it doesn't the other thing it doesn't have 
any likable or identifiably normal behaving characters. No, it's a whole van full of douchebags. Even worse, Euro trash douchebags. Sorry, Woody. Okay, you got the, you got camera happy chick. You got the guy that, you know, they're kind of like, ooh, are we going to get in a relationship? I kind of like you. You kind of like me. Oh my God, what's going to happen? Do I care? No, die. Just die. We also have these two Moroccan locals that go to college with them that are supposedly guiding them on this trip, yet I see no guidance going on whatsoever. Just a lot of bitching and, and fornicating, but not enough fornicating to make it interesting. But anyway, not the point right now. And you got two of her girlfriends. You got the redhead hippie chick who writes poetry and haikus, usually on the spots. And I would probably push her out of the van if I was in there with her. Just like, you're, I love your artistic creativity, but shut the fuck up! I'm trying to sleep! I got the other friend who's blonde and brought heels on a camping trip. You know that one? She's like, what? We're going to go camp in haunted mountains? Nobody tell me that. Where am I supposed to plug in my hair dryer? Like, how about your ass? How about you plug it in your ass? And finally, you got the character who ruins the movie. Tommy. Tommy, can you hear me? If you can, die. Because Tommy's from L.A., and I guess they thought it was funny to make the character from L.A. unbearably obnoxious. Illogically obnoxious. If you say black, he says white. He picks fights that don't need to be picked. He has temper tantrums over nothing. He's the character that gets everybody killed, so thank you, this one bitch. He's not really that one bitch, because he's like, really the girl with the camera's fault. But you know, he does his own share. Ugh. And at this point, I'm still entertained by the backdrop, but at this point, I'm starting to notice that watching these six, seven people interact with each other is making me want to rip out my own eyes. They're just hard. Just somebody, something happened. Something happened. Anything. Anything. Advance the story. Advance the character. Get back in the van. Start driving. Take a fucking picture. I don't care. But anyway, the girl who didn't want to go camping decides in the middle of nowhere that she's not going to go on the rest of the trip. She's like, no, I'm just going to find the train station and I'll just go home on my own. But I'm not going to tell anybody that I'm going except Tommy. And say, Tommy, could you tell everybody that I left? So you know she's going to die because she's the first one to get her picture taken. What she does, she goes to the train station and something happens to her. I don't know. It looked like some kind of blade came flying around the corner and I don't know. It's one of those kind of movies. All the violence is off screen, so baffles me what the hell's going on. But does Tommy tell anybody? No. They're all like the next morning like, hey, where's Dumbass? And he's like, uh, like, okay, let's go camping without her because we're in the middle of nowhere. She's fine. What bad things could possibly happen to her in the middle of nowhere in a place in a language that she doesn't speak? Well, she wound up in a movie like this. The worst has already happened to her. They finally go camping. And they meet this local guy in the woods, you know, this local Arab guy, and he's killing a deer. And I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I'm talking about this movie, and I don't care. The big twist in all of this is that not only do the people die, they you take pictures of them, they die killed by whatever is in the picture with them which leads to some really obscure deaths they're trying to be final destination here and it's failing miserably like the girl in the picture i guess she had a butter knife because she was eating bread at the time so she got killed by a blade somebody else you know had a there was too much it was overexposed so they got hit by lightning and i'm like if i was in the movie i probably would have been holding an enchilada or something you guys figure that out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a rubber duck I don't know this movie is so painfully boring it's boring and it's obnoxious and I hated 
Everybody. And here's the thing. Like, when they run into this Arab guy in the woods, skinning the deer, they come up to him like, do you speak English? The guy playing the Arab has, like, a perfect American accent. They're like, I can't understand him. <laughs> so stupid. I can't stand this movie. I hate everybody involved in this movie. And the thing was, it just I just wanted Tommy to die. When they start to figure out that there's something wrong with the camera, actually, they, this guy, this Arab guy, for some reason recognizes the camera. He's like, you did not take my picture with that camera. I don't know why he's Spanish now. But you did not take my picture with that camera, did you? Because everyone who had the picture taken with that camera dies. So what did Tommy do? Go and take everybody else's picture who didn't have the picture taken. Thanks, Dick. Including the guy who just told him that. I have never seen a bunch of people so nonplussed by the people around them being killed. Not at all. Not at all. Like, their friend gets hit by lightning. That's the first death that they're really super aware of among them. And Tommy's like, we can't leave. We can't go to the police. They'll think we had something to do with it. Okay, Ben Franklin, what'd you do? <laughs> Are you Tommy Tesla? Is that what you're saying? But just bullshit thing like this. And they get lost in the woods and they can't. I, I, do you care? Because I don't care. There's no gore. There's no suspense. It's boring, 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 boring. And at the end, it doesn't even make any sense. At no point does anybody say, hey, let's destroy the camera. No, let's continue to take pictures with it. Why are we still taking pictures with the camera? Take more of Tommy. Speed this along. Because had he died earlier in the movie, a lot of this would have been more palatable. But no, he's got to be the last one to die. So you got to deal with his bullshit up until the last possible goddamn minute. And then there's the explanation. Okay, apparently Armand Asante was a crime photographer back in the day until his he went to a crime scene to take a picture to turn it. It was his little girl that was killed. It was the victim. And that was the little girl we saw in the shop. So apparently they're both dead because he has not aged. And somehow this drove him crazy. And instead of just taking pictures of crimes, he would actually do the killing and take pictures of the crimes. So, I don't know how that haunted the camera, but it did. Why he's back from the dead, I don't know. It turns out that Arab guy in the woods was another victim of his. Which is weird, because Tommy takes his picture and he gets killed again. I'm like, wait, you killed a ghost? Okay, I don't know what's going on. I don't really care what's going on. So, fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. Fuck this movie. And the thing is, I talked to, I mentioned this on, on Facebook. I'm like, I'm watching this movie called Smile. And he goes, ooh, is it based on the flop Broadway musical by Marvin Hamlish? And I said, no, no, it's not. But I really wish it was. Because that would have been a hell of a lot better than what I just fucking sat through. The tagline for this movie on the, promo on the posters is point, shoot, die. I wanted it to be called point, shoot, because it's so, 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 so awful. And the trailer actually looks pretty good. It's one of those sneaky trailers that you don't know it's dubbed. So fuck them. Fuck you, marketing company. Fuck everybody involved in this movie. Fuck you. And you know, fuck you, internet, for fucking up this goddamn recording of me and my two special guests and Hello, Mary Lou, Prom Night 2. Had that, in had that recording remained intact, this review would never have had to exist and my shitty week would have been a little less shitty. But no! So fuck Smile, fuck Armand Asante, fuck Polaroid, fuck Morocco, fuck Enchiladas, and fuck you too. Just because. It's just an extra fuck you. I'm gonna... <laughs> let's listen to the... <laughs> let's listen to the flop Broadway musical Smile by Marvin Hamlish. Ha! Suffer! 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 Okay, I blew it. I'm washed up. But you've got a real shot. God, there's so much I could teach you. Like what? I guess I should have before, but we were in competition. Okay? For starters, Robin, you have got to wear pantyhose, bare legs, look splotchy under the lights. 
They do? Disgusting. And here, here, use this on the bottom of your leotard. What's that? Spray glue. All the Miss Americas use it on their bathing suits to keep them from riding up. And Robin, you have got to smile more. Look, I'd smile till my gums are raw. You ought to be putting Vaseline on your teeth so your lips glide over. All the girls do it. You're kidding. The redhead uses enough to grease a flagpole. And there's more. Lots more. You didn't jump up and down enough when Sandra won. And you didn't even cry when you won yourself. The judges are looking for lots of emotion. Give them emotion. Well, get rid of those dumb little bows that you wear. Line your eyes with a little more white. And we'll sneak just a hint of gold spray in your hair so it shines when it catches the light tomorrow night. Well, here it goes. Attention, how's my cool is training? How's my answers? This is the part where it starts to get strange here. Let's switch from that. I'm so done and I hope it won't affect my skin. Don't think I can feel because I feel episode for the last one of 2016. Now, I tried to put out a real episode for this one. I borked it up so badly that this is what... this. I'm just saving my ass right here, okay? Okay, but fear not, because I've got some great guests lined up for January. We're going to be back in full production, so there is naught to fear. So... If you'd like to get in contact with the show, shoot me a line at crew at screamqueens.com. And that's always, it's Queens with a Z. You can like me on Facebook by doing a search on the Scream Queens Horror Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter by searching at Scream Queens, always with a Z. And if you'd like to leave a voicemail, that would be 917-720-2047. You can listen to me on iTunes, on Stitcher, and you can tell your friends all about it. And if you want to make a donation, there's a for that on the web page. So until next time, my beautiful screamers, continue to make the world a creepier place. Have a fantastic New Year's Eve. Play safe, play hot, and I want pictures. And as always, the Scream Queen ultimate rule. Fight or flight, survive the night. Live through the final reel. Kisses, baby. Bye. Bye. Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com. Bitches! <laughs>
My vagina My vagina arrives in your face Pussy, 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 pussy Right in your face Pussy, 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 pussy Someone please help You're welcome